Hello and welcome to the 16th episode of Laid Back Leisure. I'm here with one of my great friends, uh, the local Usain Bolt. And as of now, I'd like to say uh, the renewed version of Mahatma Gandhi, especially with his new specs, Mr. Chaitanya Prabhu. How are you, my friend? Hi, 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 Karan. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for being so kind with your words. Bro, that specs thing though I loved. I saw it in all your Instagram live videos. Firstly, I thought either he's Harry Potter or either he's looking like Harry Potter or Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> it was actually looking like that. Must be not done. So, idea the inspiration moreover is Bose and Gandhi because they wear these kind of... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and that's where it comes from and ideally not like we can wear lenses at home that's not something that we do so here we i am trying to just try on something new yeah no i know i i know a couple of people hey to dost hai jo who wear lenses at home and i knew somebody who used to wear lenses at home and she actually fucked up so bad because she used to go to sleep with the lenses on so <laughs> at one point at one point a doctor told her that if you keep going like this you're going to lose your eyesight so she like permanently yeah, yeah. like got rid of the lenses and she started wearing specs only correct i mean it's it's quite uh, dangerous in fact to wear lenses and sleep and apparently they get stuck and then you have to get operated yeah. and all are yeah andhadhun dekha hai kya tune you watched andhadhun the movie yeah usme wo karti hai na the that lady glues his eyes in a part of the बाय Yeah, it's just... we at least have some time to go. Hey, <laughs> bro! It was just a couple of close friends that came home. Cake cutting, yeah, like the the usual, you know, the usual cake cutting uh... and a couple of beers. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I mean, it's a privilege to even do that in this yeah, pandemic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. But it's eased out a little bit. It's eased out a little bit. Correct, correct. Way better than what it was in the initial months. Yeah, so, yeah complete. But degree. coming to what you do, markyourpresence.org. Start off with let let everybody know how you started off. Yeah. So. Um, Mark your presence essentially was a small movement, a small activity. I would say to help couple of people. To be honest, the organization wasn't formed uh, to probably scale the rate that it has now. The idea was to just help friends. Idea was to help everybody from Jamna Bai, my close friends, everybody to just register to vote because elections were about six and a half, seven months uh, yeah. away. So the idea was. I could probably just help couple of people, and then that turned into an organization because people started asking, you know, who's doing this? How are you operating? Where's your website? And that demanded for an organization. So it was just a part and parcel of what I was doing. Yeah. And um, the idea came across uh, because um, all of us have this normal voter ID, the black and white laminated yeah. one, the old one. 
and i'd read an article in the paper that the new one has come so that's how i started asking people around started with jamna bhai our very own batch yeah. and found out that our friends our group of circle only is not registered so i said okay let me try and do this for them you know and i sent a message i think you're also part of that uh, first sect of people that i reached out uh, yeah uh, to probably ask if you have a voter's id and when everybody said no i said i need to start from my friends and uh, customize small messages sent it across people as you know are very lazy so they didn't do it initially so i opted to do it for them and uh, that then led to the formation of the organization because i finished 500 uh, or or 600 in the first month itself and i said okay now i'm doing pretty good looks like it let let, let me finish my first 1000 and that's when i uh, like you know kept some sort of a target and in the next two and a half months i finished that first count and then i went to the election office and i spoke to the commissioner and i i waited outside for quite a long and after i met him i pitched him the idea i said this is what i'm doing i finished my first 1000 and i want to scale this to you know 5000 or more and he really liked the plan and he said from tomorrow you have all the support that you have need sorry and uh, try and do the best you can and let's see how much you can do for the next election so that's where the mission started to try and um, not only change what your friends think but everybody around and every institution to to turn into like a voter friendly campus ियलीस्टेड विद so many students of course we've interacted yeah. then more than 20 25000 people because that's how we got our 14000 from there and idea is to take this as much as we can and because 20 lakh people current turn uh, 18 every year in maharashtra 20 lakh in maharashtra yeah 20 only lakh. in maharashtra only in maharashtra eligible voters every year so if anybody asks me where am i on the scale i say till i can reach half of that every month i'm not stopping till every school every college i go to and say do you have voters id until everybody stands up and says we have till then i'm can't stop because the mission is large you know 20 lakh people turn and nobody gets their voter id immediately right yeah. people are like yeah. elections are not there how does it matter but you know the concept that i want to create is it doesn't matter if an election is coming or no it's your civic right that separates it from an election you know it is something Absolutely. that is given to you for free exercise it so the idea is how we could scale this and and the number at large is it is 20 lakhs so do, i mean the government is doing as much as they can government in the sense the election commission but how much can they even do how many people that can even reach out to you know at yeah. the, at that scale so and the power yeah. of social media and all of that that we in the youth have the i feel till now the government like, does it like even if you see us elections the rate at which social media influencers are pushing people to vote is way higher than what the entire political community is pushing like i know influencers that have absolutely nothing to do with politics but they're still like pushing people okay go vote make make a like one vote will make a difference and all of that absolutely. like and i don't know like i have i have a lot of things to ask you bro like about all of this my one thing i really wanted to ask you uh, even 
quite a while back actually was where what so like you you've definitely registered a lot of people from all different socio economic backgrounds and a lot of um differences in institutions in what what you know economic background people fall into may they be from the upper class lower class socio social background like are they are they you know from a higher caste lower caste all that stuff that the, those distinctions Correct. where where do you see is the most um pull from like you know the push and pull factor like you're the one who's pushing but which uh i'll tell you i'll tell you a very shocking uh, let me let me complete it let me complete it yeah sure, so that sure, sure. you're a little clear so where do you see that the drive for change is the highest hmm go ahead okay ha um is that yeah okay perfect so a shocking factor that every person that is living in the urban areas feels essentially that people that are living in the so called chawls bastis as we call them in delhi uh juggies as we call them in delhi and uh, you know slums and probably um you know small buildings that these people essentially are not educated voters are not registered or don't have that drive it's completely the opposite these are the people that value the vote more than anybody that i've seen exactly because uh, when they are 18 their kids are registered they may it is a magnetary uh, thing that happens in their house that every person that is 18 gets a voter id because they know that that is their voice the concept your vote your voice is so true and they know that that is one please there's one day that people will have to listen to them that that value of that vote they really really treat at uh, with any other thing you know so uh, i see that there is lot of uh, uh, traction there i mean people uh, really really going out there registering and doing much more than that of people living in high rises you know we've seen that the lowest turnout in the city is generally from kaf parade the area wherein we have uh, the most elite people yeah, in yeah, the city yeah. of mumbai so um, i mean that's why i say that you know education is being an educated voter has nothing to do with how much money you have where you study from what you do or where you've studied in isc ib or maybe hsc doesn't matter because here what matters is what you know about your area and they sure as i'll know more than the people that uh, are living in the high rises exactly. or at least uh, in fact i've had wouldn't take names but i've had Uh, extensive conversations with people from jamna by some of our juniors who have extensively said that why are you concentrating on uh, the urban areas or the urban schools you need to go to the municipal schools you need to go to the hse places because that's where uh, they are not registered they are the people that know and i had to reverse the conversation and be point blank and say no you're wrong because they are the people that are essentially going out there and doing the bit and uh, if you if you voted in the last election karan you will know that uh, there was no line yaar there was no line we were not there we the young people who tweet who write who yeah. put stories about all the matches and all the things that happened weren't there standing yeah. in the line and then crib you know it is so that's why i said that you know you don't you don't have a right to crib if i mean if you're not 18 then you have all the right to do whatever yeah, 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 yeah. but after your 18 you have your right to go and i mean i when i see all these stories that everybody is putting nowadays i really wonder if they actually went out you know to vote that day 
uh, you know and then when i ask them that question everybody says yes but i know half of them don't have a voter's id exactly so this is a great problem and in the city of mumbai and in fact i mean i'm so glad that you brought up this us issue um yeah and it is great how in the united states of america of course it's a presidential election and their framework is completely different from that of india but yeah. um at every single person i mean i we cold play just went live what do you to mean? register voters he really? just went live and every vote counts please register to vote and he went live singing songs for one hour for what the democracy that they have now you tell me which actor karan will do this year yeah i have they will seen. never do it they will not do it i only actor that comes close to somewhere around this is sharukh khan because in the last election sharukh khan made a rap on voting he is the only actor by far that has come on board to do something without anybody asking him to do it or paying him voluntarily made a he's produced it and did an excellent job he's the only guy nobody even told him to do it he did it on his own you know those are the kind of influences that we need you know and those are the kind of people that people need to listen to or be influenced by because i personally feel they're creating an impact you know i'm sure lakhs of people voted because of that one maybe not in mumbai for sharukh khan because his fan following predominantly is from villages from areas remote parts of no, mumbai no what is more over that of city bombay to you of course he has no no i'm saying i'm saying of course not that he doesn't have in any yeah. city or any particular place at large like uh, we obviously fancy uh, all these actors but we won't go outside and wait you know kind of a thing yeah. uh, but you will i get what you say in villages because there's some proximity like you don't need yeah so um, yeah keeping that in mind i think he's the only guy who did something on that line otherwise of course if the election commission calls certain people that is completely different because that is advertisement yeah and that is very different from that of what independent people do so i, I completely agree with you i Hopefully think we like trying to drive that in the next election exactly i think i think that a lot of what happens is that people get compartmentalized into a particular left wing right wing bjp congress all that shit keeps happening so much that the whole concept now is driven away from the fact that guys all that is separate first you have to cast your vote your views will matter only if you vote they they don't Absolutely. matter like obviously they do matter but they won't be making any change unless you actually go out and vote and like the more we see that like if suppose you know that today okay party a is going to win no matter what regardless because bahut matlab wo log ka definitely they're going to win hmm. okay as opposed to party hmm. b if Correct. you are a supporter of party b and you hmm. say that are nahi jeetne wale vote karke kya fayda if today in hmm. this election it's a it's a close cut suppose say 55% votes go to party a and 45 go to party b the hmm. the heat on party a is ass that if i don't <laughs> perform well if i don't straighten my shit up and i take this shit for granted next election i'm going to be cut out that hmm. that fear that doesn't rise in like 
that's the point right like a lot of us although and i see this especially on the on the left hand side of the political spectrum that ye baat bahut karna hai matlab bolti bahut karna hai you want to keep saying but nobody wants to actually go and make a difference because we are too comfortable in our own homes absolutely this is this is you've actually and, hit the correct yeah, points and <laughs> and every party and on the right wing the the agitation is so high but also the action is higher the action Correct. to create a change is higher obviously a lot of the actions are threatening mm-hmm. and all that garbage which is not good but mm. they they ensure that they go out and vote and that is not so predominant in the i know you don't pick any sides because of your uh political deed that <laughs> like okay, i want to ask you about this like did you sign any document with, since you're like a legal body so so essentially uh, something i forgot to mention is uh, of course we of course started as a as i said like a small activity to help people and slowly registered friends and then got the support of the election bodies after which what my opinions were to be honest i i really can't take i mean privileged are those i would say you can go on and just voice their opinions because i whatever happens whether it's good or bad i really can't voice them not saying i'm apolitical but it uh, as the election body as you know has to create and be a body that does not favor any political party i similarly have to keep that front because today i might register people from the um, from the congress youth wing and tomorrow somebody from the bjp youth wing or probably the aam aadmi party for me it shouldn't matter because see from all these 15 or 1000 people that we have interacted with these 14800 people that we registered or all the people that we have even spoken to are already registered also they are from different parties they vote for different people i mean i wouldn't say from different parties but they are supporter of different ideologies now if i go and sit and have an ideology in mind then i will not do justice to the organization uh, and probably try to do my mission which is to make sure that every institution is a voter friendly campus so i essentially try to maintain a completely apolitical ground so no matter what anybody presses towards me i obviously have an answer that caters to everybody at large because nobody should look and be like okay this is shaitanya i think he is favoring this side you know so i am not comfortable registering with him i don't want that i for me it's like if you're left leaning if you're you know complete left complete right right leaning it shouldn't matter you should be like this is an organization that completely gives me an unbiased opinion and view about things and helps me to reason and understand that's why i don't get into the transparency report i don't tell you which politician is good or bad what do i tell you i tell you this is a constituency this is an assembly this is a ward i give you the framework of how the government functions and leave it to you you to essentially decide who to vote for because in india you notice people vote for the party and not the person nobody knows who's contesting all our friends everybody we know extended family political families whoever it may be everybody decides their vote in the last either 24 hours or 24 minutes it's one of them yeah nobody knows you go i have done that extensively i have worked in the 2019 election for the mp election followed by the mla election in mumbai and then also in the delhi elections and i have noticed in all three people when they are standing in line they don't know the name of the candidates all of them so 
educated people ah it's not like everybody has a degree there some some might have a iit iim or whatever it doesn't matter because nobody's done enough research that who's standing what is his uh, qualification what is he doing people are like ha there is a congress there is a bjp there's a aam aadmi party there's a samajwadi party there's two three other parties done isme se koi dekhenge ek aur select karenge what they're not realizing karan is would you ever do that to your life would you ever select a college like that would you ever do select a uh, company like that by checking who the not by not checking who the ceo is by not checking where the office is whether it's registered or not registered would you select an institution without knowing its uh, presence at all or who's passed from it i mean now everything is evident i mean and all of us do that when we select a college we want to get into a one which has good brand we want to see the teachers are good that's how colleges like ashoka university have done well you know yeah. it's only been 6 years people are still going there because teachers are good people are researching on those teachers so idea is we need to inculcate that habit that we need to find out we need to be like we have to select the best person doesn't matter kon se party se as long as i feel comfortable that this guy can do change then just select him reason yeah. with these people karan it's so easy to get their numbers it's not even funny it's a different thing they are busy and they might not entertain everybody because they have too many things to do but idea is that if you interact if you reason if you select you can actually choose people yeah because right now our population is not choosing and this is going to lead to a great problem later on because if we don't select people who we want to see then uh, i mean we faced a very a good situation in our school only with some <laughs> no i get you and i get you yeah you got what i said no i i, I everybody had this similar issue in our school back then Yeah. see it's so it's like i i feel like it the larger problem is that in in our country we have such issues which are not like we have issues that are really you can swerve the whole idea that a party is uh, like you know the whole idea of tribalism is is more important than selecting the right man or woman for the job they they like and this is me as well like i i have this habit i i'm i also have a bad habit reading like bjp leader bjp uh, member of parliament this that right it it's not you don't segregate the person from the party and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing like i think in terms of when you're voting for that person you have to see what that person has done in your area but a lot of what that person can do trickles down from what the ideology of the party is so it's a headless monster in a certain way where you want to look for where the like see it's very easy like it's easy see your the ideology that you're proposing in the sense that if you select the right person everybody selects the right person or at least right the right person according to them assume that everybody selected the right person but in when you put that person uh, keep aside state election suppose say on a on a central level if you select your hmm. right person all of those things said and done the perfect person is in the parliament out of what 553 533 Hmm. How many? How many members are there? I forgot. I forgot my civics. How many members are how in the parliament? Members? So, 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 
ideally ideally the framework of uh, what we have in our system is very very easy and that 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 boils down to as what you said is the complete framework of forget the parliament of our mumbai yeah 543 guys sorry for anybody listening 543 members in the lok sabha yeah go ahead satan yeah. so no no forget lok sabha we'll come to lok sabha you talk about <laughs> vidhan sabha vidhan parishad yeah yeah the lok sabha at least they are representing you in the um, uh in the parliament when yeah. you are of course you are but look at it in the vidhan sabha perspective in maharashtra a uh, forget maharashtra let's take mumbai for example now in mumbai yeah. we have seven pps so seven parliamentary constituencies then you further go down you have 37 assemblies which is the mla constituencies yeah. then you further go down then you have 227 wards this is the framework of our uh city itself forget so, state forget 200 and, sorry I, sorry 200 what 227 what is uh, ward. wards is that basically ward. different locations no so i'll i'll give you a good break up so yeah. parliamentary constituency means mumbai south ha so mumbai south is one parliamentary constituency now in mumbai south there is kolaba there is worli and yeah, uh, baikala yeah. so on and so forth now inside worli there are four divisions of four different parts of worli yeah. which is called ward so ideally every place like uh, there will be uh, jew will also have different yeah, wards yeah, that's, that's what every i meant place, so yeah yeah absolutely so I, when you hear covid wards this yeah, ward yeah, yeah. that ward b ward this is all basically that and you know um that really really needs to be understood yeah because forget as you said na people are attached to parties and everything but at least understand the role of the civic bodies at least understand the framework of um, um you know them and essentially try to analyze them you know that is something that is not happening at all <laughs> i really don't know when things will you know change i get you i get you no see like it's the whole idea that um firstly there is no pressing from a higher authority to understand this right like it is assumed that as you grow up these things you learn but nobody remembers civics as uh, it's like we segregate the fact that civics is actually real we study it for our exams but how many of us actually can visualize it in a real sense in our everyday life in our uh, country in our state and our city right it's a little difficult to do that because we are taught that from a textbook perspective whereas we should have somebody who like once we turn 17 in the 12th grade we should have like a government agency that it's it's mandatory for every school college whatever if you're still in school then school if you're in college and college it should be mandatory that see they do so much shit for census every house this that all that stuff is done you can very well go to one college at a time when in the whole year of like your suppose it 2020 july june mein chalu hota hai tera 12th standard se lekar may you explain all hmm. all these things once you go a one two hour lecture where you actually explain give examples all these things these practical methods of explaining to people that guys this is what it is like giving an example of the area you are living in here's what it is this is your ward this is your area this is what it means this is what this term means 
because a lot of the terms that you just said I've I've no fucking clue what that means. I don't I have no idea. Yeah, and see you also the fact that a lot of the adults who vote also in their 50s, 40s, 30s have no idea what the fuck this means. And that is a bigger problem because if a lot of the learning in an Indian household for the child comes from parental learning, so especially in terms of politics, right? And we're seeing a difference now because of access to social media, but the larger narrative of who you should vote for comes from your household. You don't see many, like in my mm-hmm. house, we, we are not so political. I mean, we have views, but we don't discuss politics or we are not pro one party, anti one party. I am a little too political sometimes, but on, on that scale, like I'm always bashing the government, I'm bashing the left, mm-hmm. the right, whatever. All with my very zero limited knowledge, but a lot of the learning should trickle down to the child from the parent. And when the parents are going to vote, they should know what what what's happening, and then the kids should know what's happening. And that is not what's going on. So no, absolutely, yeah. and to answer to answer what you said, or actually extend what you said, to be honest, is MLC. What is MLC? It's a legislative council. How many people know that it exists, yeah, Karan? So MLC, that. like basically, yeah, MLC is an upper house. And uh, basically, how many seats are there in uh, MLC? There are about 78 seats, if I'm not wrong, out of which I think 66 are elected and 12 are nominated. This is our very own state. This is our upper house of our state, Mantrale. And like out of which I think, of course, our chief minister is the current leader and Essentially, the breakup of that is, I think, the Bharatiya Janata Party may have some 24 seats and then Shiv Sena has 15 and um, I think the Indian National Congress has about 7 or 8, then NCP has about 9 and then Independent is only 1 and yeah. I don't have the exact breakup in mind, but it's others are all 1 or 2 numbers uh, essentially. So the breakup is of 78 uh, uh, seats and MLCs are also in nomination and you know what we can vote for MLC members we as graduates we as young people can literally go access a form which is called uh, which is available at any election office it's called the form 18 and we could fill that form and we could register as a as a voter for the MLC election and nobody even does that it's called the we come in the graduate section uh, so there is so the breakup is very easy. People who are part of the Vidhan Sabha, uh, they vote, uh, they elect essentially. Then people who are part of local constituencies, they elect. Teachers, teachers have who are part of the government association get a chance to uh, elect. Then there are graduates like us. Then governor nominates. Remember we studied uh, earlier that the governor nominates. Pe- I mean the president nominates people in the uh, Lok Sabha who are really good in art, literature, sports, and all that. That's how Sh- Sachin Tendulkar and all these people got in. Yeah. And as you rightfully said, the breakup of the parliament was uh, five forty three. Five forty three. Yeah, five forty three. It was earlier five fifty, and then I think in the early days of five fifty two or five fifty three, and then it. Uh, then it was, uh, I mean, then I think they made it five, so even five forty-three. look at the breakup. Now this is at least our, uh, lower house. Of course, upper house becomes Rajya yeah. Sabha. There again, 
Rajasabha is another mess. So, uh, for people to understand, but see, all this, um, as I said earlier, you know, uh, all this understanding of how many people are there and uh, what is the framework is very far off. Yeah, we need to at least understand that what their responsibilities are. You know. So uh, what? And Rajasabha, what, does, what does the so Maharashtra Legislative so, Council's MLC and like it's the same. It's a state legislative council. Basically, basically right? I'll, I'll, I'll instead of instead of giving a long illustration, what the jobs of what the job of Rajya Sabha members are in a nutshell. That is the job of an MLC. It's basically an upper house of of what we have in a state. Now, a very good example is so the MP's duty, a very important function of an MP's duty, essentially, is to make sure, of course, laws are made in general. But more importantly, they also get something called the MP Lads Fund. So they get allotted money to work on their constituencies. Now, these are kind of things that uh, the people really need to understand because what is an MP Lad Fund? It is the fund given to the MP to basically work on the area that he's a MP of. Where does this money come from? The money comes from the Consolidated Fund of India. Who pays yeah. for the Consolidated Fund of India? We, Tax our parents, pay. taxpayers. It's our money. So it's basically government giving our money to our elected representatives who we vote for to basically give back to our constituency. It's a circle that we need to understand. You know, we have always people blaming politicians, blaming bureaucrats, to ho and all this kind of thing. But understand their framework, understand from where they come from, and you can hold the correct people accountable. Nobody's stopping you. But see now, if the gadda is on your road, you don't treat to Prime Minister Modi and be like, because of this government, the roads are gone. No, that's not how you function. You got to Google, find out which area you live in, find out who your cooperator is, call him, tell him, send him a picture, and be like, sir, there is a pothole on my street. And I seem to be in a difficulty every day. My car has some issue. Uh, please, can you solve it? There are a lot of old people here, and I am sure in a matter of a week's time, the BMC will come fill something out there and do a temporary touch-up at least for the time being. But if you tweet to the wrong people and then say this government doesn't work, whether it's a Congress, BJP, or AAP government, we as citizens need to know who to approach. Tomorrow, if we have a problem in our university, we don't go to the vice chancellor directly. There's a framework, you know, you reach the nearest coordinator or probably a teacher that teaches you and then she'll take you to the principal, then the principal take you to a trustee and then the, you know, probably the trustee and the vice chancellor of the university will then meet you if at all the problem is that high. But you can't just be like, oh, exam postponed, trustee, uh, trustee and vice chancellor are to blame for it. No, they are not responsible. The other people are, you need to reach out to the correct people. So that framework is very, very important. And whenever I go to any school and any college, I make it an attempt to try and take the school body as a framework, you know, because people understand. Now, if I tell you, Karan, tomorrow you had some issue uh, with your uh, exam dates, would you just go to the building opposite you and uh, meet uh, the vice chancellor? It doesn't make any sense. He'll, he'll not even know because he has 15 other colleges under that yeah. one umbrella. So he'll be confused. So similarly, you know, and... See tenure and all these things, Karan, we already learn like MLC yeah. tenure, we learn six terms and all that. Yeah. But you know, importantly, what needs to be understood that I believe that voting is an art. It's truly something you got to learn. You cannot do some Jai Mataji trick and expect your country to be in the best form and your country to be like the United States of America or that of England without doing some sort of analysis. 
so i believe in the idea of you know um i wouldn't say believe in the idea but i would say i really like epistocracy and uh, um i what is epistocracy i don't know for the people that are listening you. to yeah yeah so essentially what happens in a democracy everybody has the right to vote doesn't matter who that person is in an epistocracy what happens essentially is the voting power is widespread and essentially the votes are weighed in the favor of or i would say more weightage is given to the people that are more knowledgeable as political citizens so yeah. their vote counts more than that of the masses so yeah. idea is that everybody who citizens who are politically and socially knowledgeable about their area not education generally knowledgeable have their votes will hold more value because they will vote for the correct people you know they won't be blindsided by what's happening or the harsh reality that's why I always why am i always focusing on on our target audience why am i really focusing on my friends because i know no our honesty is something that is in front i know nobody can force us to do something wrong i know that nobody can buy the youth of india hence i'm only focusing on that but of course my aim is to in yeah sorry to cut you off but this epistocracy yeah. word ep- yeah, epistocracy. epistocracy yeah so yeah it is holding it is so like epi s t o c r a c y for everybody so that is probably learned a new word if i'm not wrong this is like a, a ancient greek philosophy thing where yes uh, yes, yes that I doctors and of... all that stuff doctors uh, and leaders and all whatever these people should be yes so uh, allowed I to am, vote yeah yeah i am a big fan i am a big fan so all my terms and terminologies and understanding comes from a lot from indian philosophy and also that of the greeks and i really love uh, and i would say idealize and worship that of uh, socrates plato this uh, is exactly and what i've been this is what i've been studying in my uh, semester this time <laughs> wonderful so socrates and plato i happen to have read a lot uh, and extensively over this uh, lockdown especially on socrates and moreover socrates um, His dialogues are all written by Plato in Republic, so I've extensively read about that, and I use and learn from them to try and understand because they were Athens was the first democracy. They were the guys to run the show back then, and they yeah. have said that a democracy, if not uh, dealt well with correct voters, can lead to something called demagoguery, which yeah. means we'll have tyrants, which means we'll have leaders who may not be able to control if we make the mistake now. so the idea is not to blame people you know not here to probably say this government is that government is no it's not about all that it's all about how you uh, go out and do your bit because if you only complain there's nothing that's going to happen in life in any case you know you could blame mu for all your life and still get educated here but if you don't apply what you do in life this it's close to pointless uh, having said a little bit about socrates you won't try to engage our audience into something we they no there is nothing wrong with that this conversation can go wherever we want we can talk about chana chol garam for one hour if you want doesn't matter this is not a so, formal uh, podcast i i wanted to ask so, you bro this is like since you brought up so epistocracy so epistocracy yeah and so, so something it's basically like as well there's something called nocracy Okay, it's spelled as N O O C R A C Y, and everybody okay. that is probably Google this or probably this. So, democracy is also on the similar lines, but it goes to the ideology 
completely touching Plato. At least epistocracy is being developed. There have been a lot of other uh, philosophers and uh, I would say political um, um, experts uh, like Chomsky and that of the others who have extensively spoken about it. But nocracy happens to be something that is branded completely by Plato and defined by him in his books. Idea is what he says is, Socrates always said this, that uh, people in power need to understand philosophy, need to study philosophy, need to become philosophers. Because when you're a philosopher, you're a better leader, you're a better person, you're a better governor. And then you become uh, that of the best leader in the country or in the city. And he said that philosophers will become leaders and those leaders can govern democracies like nobody. This is, this is what um, Socrates extensively spoke about and uh, Plato obviously um, wrote what he said and those are seen in his books. If you read the Republic, you will understand the ideologies of what um, uh, Plato shared. I mean, essentially Socrates shared and Plato learned and then I know, I know. I am fairly at, at 20% educated on this, which is not so good, but still. But on that note only, I wanted to ask you about epistocracy and democracy. Like, see, if you say that, like, okay, we cannot follow that ideology that only educated people and all of that, like, you know, the learned individual should be allowed to vote. That becomes like, okay, who's to say who's learned, who's not learned. And you're bringing it down to say correct, that, correct. you're bringing it down to say that People who have at least a basic amount of knowledge, not education only, but a, a little knowledge about what is being done, who is doing what. So I I don't know, like, don't you think it will be a little like it's it's still unfair to in terms of like who gets to vote? How do you decide who has knowledge? Do you take a test? What do you do? So I I like these terminologies between us, epistocracy and nocracy. Ah. It's good to hear and say, but this is not something that you can apply in today's time. You cannot discriminate on yeah. understanding. And I'm of the ideology that every single person should vote because who is anybody to decide who should not, you know, and exactly. democracy is all about freedom. So everybody has a right to vote. Everybody should be able to vote because that puts everybody at power. You know, we cannot be completely capitalistic or we could probably, we can't be uh, favoring any sort of form of uh, economy. We need to be a democracy, which is a mixed blend of all together. And I think it is beautiful that Indian government has made sure that every person uh, has got the right to vote irrespective of his caste, creed and religion. So We've stood by what our constitution stands for in our voting rights. And I think that should continue. What needs to be done is um, educating push the people, masses. What needs to be done is we need to, to understand. A, push people up to a level where epistocracy is everybody. Like everybody is an epistocrat. Meaning like everybody has the knowledge and everybody has the ideal dream world. Everybody. And trust me... Okay, I feel you. I, I get what you mean. Absolutely. And that day is not far. I mean, that, 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 that day is not far if every institution does the same drill that I've been doing since 2018. That day is not far, Karan, because see, now the people that we've registered, they are, uh, I mean, we did that, I mean, a year and a half ago. So they are all 
uh, they were all either 19 or 18 so now they are 2021 20, now we need to do that with the batch which is 18 again this year and yeah. we keep doing that and there'll be one time where you know the people will be like okay we know the drill we know what we're doing the institutes will be like okay now you need to learn this and i'm even trying uh, to try and embed some um, some pointers into our syllabus in terms of um, political understanding because i feel that if it's in the syllabus at least 20% of it goes in the brain and teachers need to start talking about politics and people teachers need to principals teachers association trustees and all need to start about politics at a very young age because it surrounds us we can run away as much as we want to we could be like isme politics said that, that that phrase that we have which is very very yeah, common in india yeah. is usme politics hai but what they don't realize is that politics is everywhere it's in our peer group it's in our association it's in shops it's in offices it's in corporate sectors it's everywhere it's in families it is literally you name one place where there is no politics and i think a hundred people will opt to change their name if given the chance there is no way in which you can not find politics i mean if you find politics in your own groups in your own friend circle then i mean that is a very good example to just take and say that if it lies within your friends then obviously it's everywhere so it's time to embrace it it's time to be like i know there's politics in it so what come let's embrace this topic let's be one and not keep it at arms length because see, at the end of the day when you want work done you want to be political but otherwise you want to distance yourself even schools and colleges do this you know they don't call uh, a lot of them say you know we don't want to call politicians we only call them for certain functions we don't want to call them on a general basis because you know then the college is seen as supporting any party or ideology or something but that's wrong if you don't expose if you don't call them if you don't make it very common to be political then it's going to be a problem especially mumbai that's why the task at hand in mumbai is current is so very difficult in delhi if you're not aware and if you're politically not understanding you're an outcast yeah here in mumbai if you don't know anything about politics you're considered oh one of the best people in the lot yeah, let's cool learn about bollywood ko ye sabse farak nahi padta hai matlab ah who went to which place to do what soho is the place to be snap a picture with the influencer oh who's this person uh, yeah. you know that kind of thing and, and that's where the influencers also go wrong i believe you know because we are getting influenced also by the wrong people we need to also be influenced by people that are trying to create not that entertainment is not something that we need we need it we need influencers to be around we need them to promote stuff like voting because they have a larger audience they have a larger football people listen to them but sadly people commercialize everything and they don't want to get political you reach out to any comedian any influencer they'll say either they don't know what we are talking or they will be like um but it's political yeah you know it is risky isme risk hai And guess, if if one was saying. paying them now for this, then they will not say the same thing. Then there'll be risk here, but money be aaraya na. So that risk can be you know balanced by the money that has gone into the account. So that needs to change. And and I mean I think Coldplay and I think Et Perry and all these people who have set correct precedents by being like doesn't matter you know you don't want to take anybody's name don't take the name but focus on saying register to vote now. Karan just imagine. all the influencers that we know it's considered tomorrow all of them just put one post guys register to vote and put the link of the place that you're supposed to the official site don't put mark your presence don't you think together we could probably register a lack of people in a day all of them together easy it's possible and what are they doing strengthening our democracy at the end of the day but they don't because 
they feel it's political they feel it's not needed and and that leads to you know problem their audience they think that the audience will think of them as something that is probably too political and unfollow them so that there, there is that keeping politics as i said at arms length you know wo usme nahi ghusna hai you know that is and plus you know if somebody asks them questions or something like that you know and and they won't know what to answer so they are playing it on the safer end not realizing that in a democracy we have only one day to show what we are together and we miss that day by sitting at home and going to lonavla and then for the next 4 years 5 years or 6 years depending on what's happening or even 10 years till the next election i mean not like election comes every 10 years but every 5 years uh, we have to wait for for the government to change if yeah if if i mean if people are okay with it then yes yeah but then if you see a lot of people retaliate but then don't go to vote and somehow that doesn't match i mean i'm sure you also have uh, found that very weird it doesn't go along you know yeah Uh, you know, you'll go to Lonavla because the election is on a good Monday. So you think, "Acha, Friday, Saturday, yeah, Sunday, yeah, Monday, yeah. Wow, four days," and then you will come and put stories. You have the gall to come and put stories about <laughs> the government doing wrong things. I'm like, "Come on, yeah, you know that that quote, hypocrisy ki bhi koi seema hoti hai." Yeah, you know? yeah, I get you. I get you. I'm like, I I agree completely because. i think that is a lot that i so as you were saying your interest is um uh, philosophy and uh, greek philosophy indian philosophy i happen to have a lot of my interest in economy and all of that in terms of like how the whole idea of a free market versus a a control market so communism socialism capitalism i i find my interest vested in that so i think it's the same idea that i see a lot of these i don't know i don't want to stereotype but it is what it is man these fucking woke kids putting up stories about how like you know capitalism is creating a work culture which is draining you okay fine but the same capitalism is making you post your new jordans that you've got that comes from a nike <laughs> fucking sweatshop there's a kid who who's getting beaten while stitching these shoes you're wearing them you're storing them and then you have the fucking balls to complain about how like your the hypocrisy that oh yeah this is you know work hours are this and work hours are that all of that garbage so i think it's it's a little it's a little too fucked up in that sense where people claim at one end to be individuals who are of a certain mindset that oh i am not going to stand for this and at the same time you have no you have no like you you don't even try to make that change correct no i completely agree with you on this point i think things need to change and uh, they need to start with us because um, i mean we all know mahatma gandhi for civil disobedience but there is somebody called um, henry david thoreau uh, i closely follow him and i've read almost all his books from walden his masterpiece to civil disobedience which happens to be his his very book which where he's written on what one person should do if he wants to retaliate against or talk about or dislikes the government that is completely there and he says which guy sorry exactly one second it, i slipped i i really uh, the name rang a bell can you say the name again the 
His name is Henry David Thoreau. Thoreau, Henry Thoreau. Uh, Are the guy yes. civil disobedience guy, the guy who refused to pay taxes. Yes. Yeah, the guy who refused to pay taxes and then got <laughs> jailed. Uh, having said that, he said that that's one of the ways in which uh, you could retaliate. But uh, ideally, what he said was very very clear in Walden and civil disobedience that if we don't come up at the right time. and uh, we don't do things then we have to wait so either you wait for 4 years or you um, or you try to not follow the laws that are given and this becomes a problem because then you are trying to create a rift between the government and creating a lot of ruckus instead of that if people just voted for the correct people i think that would just and president said i mean taro has i think he was i don't know exactly when he was born but um, um some 19 uh, uh god i don't remember the exact date but uh, no, no, no. What he he, he was in the 18 this thing 18 uh, during that uh, war that he, we were creating he died at 19 he died i think no he wrote walden when he was in the 1950s yeah he wrote walden uh, his main political masterpiece chaitanya uh, thoreau died uh, in 1860s What are you saying? Yeah, yeah. Your yeah, so talk. When did he? Your your you skipped a hundred years. He st- your talk civil disobedience. All of that shit was happening when. Uh, oh, eighteen eighteen seventy. Ah, are what am I saying? Eighteen seventy eight or eighteen eighteen ninety maybe. Na when was are he? When was yeah. he born? He was born in eighteen. I think eighteen ten or eighteen eleven or something. Let me check. Walden. So born in eighteen. Born in eighteen seventeen. Died eighteen sixty two. Ah, so Walden he must have. He Walden was his main piece which he wrote couple of years before he died. So Walden must have been written eighteen fifty five fifty six के आसपास. Yeah. Let me check Haan. that also. Eighteen fifty four. Ah. Yeah, that is what I was trying to get to. Yeah. Uh, so this, 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 uh, this book is brilliant. Yeah. If you get a chance, just read this book. Yeah. It is this brilliant, which gives us um, an amazing understanding. When was he born again? You said eighteen, eighteen uh, twelve. So he no eighteen seventeen. Yeah. So what like what oh. I have learnt about him is that he was opposed to the whole. Uh, Mexican War, if I'm not wrong, the war between Texas and Mexico in that span that was going yeah, on, yeah, and yeah. he was like, "I'm not gonna give my fucking tax money so that you can kill people, you can fucking fight that shit." Whereas my road is not being built, so I'm not gonna pay taxes. Correct, correct. He, he was against the idea was that he was against the then uh, uh, president uh, who was Plock. and plock uh, happens to have ideologies that was quite ag- you chatane you got cut off you or you don't like the people in power yeah so um so uh, that's where his whole idea came in before that everything was good and nice and it's very evident in his book idea was when this rift came he that's when he started thinking about it because before that he was all like you know everything is fine everything is chill there's no problem and the idea is that that's what he said right you learn from political differences you learn from what happens around you and that is why he's one of the greatest people i believe that has given so much um, 
contributed so much to political science and uh, you know in general so i really admire him and yeah i intend to probably go to a uh, couple of places that he has written in his book which i have written down and i have to remove that out and probably go and visit those places i hope you then hopefully 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 after this pandemic i really don't know when this is going to go away but yeah massachusetts is the place to go to because yeah. i think he was born there and i think he yeah. died also there yeah so, so one on a separate note i introduced you as the local usain bolt which is what i used to call you in school because we were in the same <laughs> house and uh, for anyone who doesn't know Correct. what a house is it's like the same color of uh, group that you're in in school like that so uh i know you as before everything i know you as a guy who runs the fastest in school so are you still running yes yes of course the dream has always been to do something for india and it's always been to represent so the mission is on i still train and um, idea is to keep training idea is to get better although i started off with events which were like 600 800 now i have gone down to 400 and 200 and um, idea is to be able to represent india soon so the mission is on i obviously represent the state of maharashtra but now it's time to, it's difficult obviously because yeah. we're now in the so called open category getting older by the day yeah. but uh, <laughs> that is that is a great problem that i am so but, with with like athletics so have you like what is the highest level of achievement that you have reached till now so with athletics per se it's the 400 meters i have uh, competed and won at the national level we've also uh, created records at the national level in terms of our relay and our performance individually as well and i've not uh, won any medal for india the aim is to to not only go there but dominate but as you know it is very very difficult yeah, for yeah. Uh, us to get there but um, we are trying and have you uh, participated in any international races no no i haven't i haven't uh, uh, represented uh, india officially in a so called uh, junior asian or something but uh, the hope is that i probably should soon do that nobody has in fact um, um, gone to any sort of uh, international event to represent india in in uh, in uh, 200 meters that of a, a complete uh, international performance and one in the guys section because it's so very difficult of course we've had duti chand and hima das really do well in that those categories but um, in men we haven't and it's getting more difficult day by day having younger people from other countries perform but that shouldn't stop us and that shouldn't serve as a deterrent for us in any yeah. case so the mission is on the hustle is on every day uh, of but course the pandemic has timing? us down what's your timing in 200 what's a good timing in 200 what's the best timing and what is your timing so uh, 200 i haven't really uh, competed so much in 200 to be able to like give you um like a timing that is good enough but like uh, a 400 a good timing 
to probably make it to olympics is 45 and uh, i have done 49 so i am very far away from that of getting to olympics because uh, even 3 seconds in uh, athletics is like yeah it's a make or break it's like it's like somebody telling you that uh, you have half an hour to go and uh, you have to finish like 40 pages in an exam it's like like that difficult so yeah, yeah. idea is um, so mohammad anas happens to be uh, somebody holding the national record the idea is to at least come somewhere close what is his and, record uh, of course, his record is i think 45 exactly he meets wow. the olympic requirement by just the cut like absolute just the cut so uh india is lacking behind in couple of things but we've got talent as you know everywhere in every district every state so things are becoming better and people are performing so i hope to represent india soon uh in the coming years so the struggle is on but and, why do you um, think like we haven't yet reached a point we have 1.5 billion people we haven't produced runners that like run to an yeah. extent that i mean uh, the needle yeah, yeah. in a haystack i mean we have such a large haystack and probably so many needles we haven't found any correct correct i i agree with you that we have so many people and uh, uh, we have the facility but still i think somewhere down the line we are lacking in opportunity and uh, uh probably um, i i would say even training to an extent because we have the coaches we have the talented people we have we have all the people that can give you the best things but i think training is a very very important factor which is very very expensive if you want something that um, is there in uh, probably the other states or other countries i would say like so yeah. i i generally go uh, for my training to to uk and and i've seen the facility there i've seen the people that train you there and i know how expensive the, those training equipments are and the people that train you and how much money mind they put and uh, that kind of facility india doesn't have also realize that we are a, you know a very um, old country and a young nation which has so many people 900 billion voters you know 450 are young million million percent of our population yeah 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 million sorry <laughs> so <laughs> uh i pulled off somebody big here um <laughs> idea is that how um, and 65% of our population is young and sadly this population is not bothered in all perspectives you know and idea is how we could um, scale this in in whatever way you know i totally believe that if young people come together we can create impact irrespective of uh, what we do and um, i think once the training facilities probably become a little better and there's better exposure in all sort of sports they could probably and moreover uh, how do i say it uh, you know value for uh, i think coaches money value for the labor that they do and every person in the sports community needs to be be paid at a certain level to have them we have athletes that put their heart and soul into everything like of course we don't perform as well as we should because we have other things to do we have our career to focus on our organizations to do and we have 10 things that we are juggling we can't we don't have the privilege to only do sports because sports you can only survive till your 30s especially if you are in athletics you can't go beyond 25 hmm. what do you do for the rest of your life i mean however good you are you will maybe the best in india but there's no way you can just survive 
on that for the rest of your life because you have your whole life to um, you know live and uh, one needs to do other things so you will always see athletes trying to uh, you know figure out their job and you know trying to do things and they are not coaches are not very highly paid in india a fitness coaches are not highly paid only some of course i mean not talking about the privileged section that have money to pay for these trainers but i'm talking for people at large you know um value of paying for things understanding things is something that i think we lack and um, i think that is something that we need to do and uh, um you know will will the person or will the athlete or will the school pay for that service of that particular athlete or so let's consider if there is somebody who is um, represented maharashtra one at maharashtra competed at international and then comes said i'm going to coach so and so people during the school or college or people will pay him at large do consumers or do people as you spoke about economics earlier does the consumer know the value of what he's paying for does he know where to bargain what to ask some person i don't think they prepare there again there is an education value and that is clearly explained by william morris if you have uh, uh, read it read a little bit about him he's a great person to probably understand a socialist perspective um he was um, i would say many things more over textile designer poet and who spoke extensively and wrote extensively about how consumers need to be educated and how they need to understand what to pay for where to bargain you know you do you don't go on the street and bargain with a seller and be like you know what you charged 50 bucks but i got it down to 15 and smile and come and then walk into a nature's basket or godrej and pay you know thrice the amount and come smiling and not even complain so consumers need to know where to talk what to do and whether they're paying the just price as he coined it you know you need yeah. to know and i think that one value of one commodity maybe in textile maybe referred to in economics maybe referred to things in general but that goes deep down you know it goes down to everything you know you will go abroad and pay for the same thing 10 times the amount but in your own country you will not pay you will go abroad to study but if a university in india is offering the same course in that same amount and better teachers you will not take it here because why you want to go abroad so that whole consumer point of view that whole point of view of understanding needs to be embedded all boils down to education and i think william morris said this again i may messed up the dates and all because i i don't have clear clarity but i think he was born again in like the 1830s or yeah 18, during the 1835 textile revo- there was a revolution textile revolution that's when he was born yeah yeah i i'm not clearly sure as dates but he has created some great work and contributed quite a lot to um, um i mean economics to textile to yeah. philosophy and you know he's See, a great guy and Yeah. like i i feel like also in the aspect that we should really model how usa works when it comes to uh, monetizing their college sports so you notice that college sports in usa bring in the college unlimited amount of fucking money like unlimited amount of money not only from like your tickets but also from your merch from your sponsorships from your donations from the fact that people see that your college is doing so well and they get more um, people to attend your college to join your college more applicants we like the whole i, I don't know if you know ncaa national ncaa let me check the full form i'm so sorry one second ha chaitanya 
yeah so national collegiate athletic association and under that comes your basketball football all track and field sports all of that right so the whole culture college culture revolves around sports one of the largest things that it is the part of a college culture is your sports so i think and that is aired on television not only that it is it gets tickets colleges then find more resources to put into that create stadiums they have so much shit going on right we don't have that system because apna college sport dekhne ke liye koi nahi aata hai not that we don't have the quality but we don't like it can simply start off with suppose say like apna isl kaise brand kiya tha right aur bahut tickets bike uske stadium bane bahut log ne sponsor kiya bahut advertisement mila kitne log dekhe kabaddi le le yaar kabaddi is such a tiny sport compared to cricket compared to a lot of other sports but it is still one of the heartiest sports of india and when aired on television it got real good recognition and these athletes that would have not been paid otherwise at all accountant or something they would have had to become in their life they're getting paid massive amounts of money and currently we don't have that whole scene right of college sports being monetized so i think if the if we apply this logic that okay today um this is abhi mssa hai theek hai maharashtra we we played mssa right mumbai school sports association if mssa starts monetizing their can you hear me bro yeah yeah of course ah, so if mssa starts like being being better at monetization if suppose they hire a pr agency सस्ते में स्टूडेंट पीआर एजेंसी भी इंटर्न ले ले यार तू फ्री इंटर्न का ग्रुप बना ले एक्सपीरियंस के लिए वो लोग को इतने सारे लोग है काम के बगैर दे केन डू दैट एंड वंस दैट्स डन दे हैव अ ग्रेट लाइक सपोज एन इंस्टाग्राम हैंडल दे हैव दीस टिकट सेलिंग थिंग ऑल दैट शिट लाइक दे केन डू सो मच बिकॉज़ पीपल विल कम टू वॉच आजूबाजू आजाद मैदान के 15 20 लोग भी आ गए it creates a ripple effect right ke yeah ek yeah. ye match dekhne aa gaye wo match dekhne aa gaye that ensures that your ground maintenance is better that ensures that your quality of referees is better that ensures proper rules and regulations you will follow as the association then it starts off it kicks off a larger campaign of dso district sports ka tera ho gaya all these organizing yeah. bodies should ensure that like there could be a plan like it's not it's not impossible to monetize these sports in a way where you then have students joining for sports which is a which creates the fact like there is school mein hi tune join kiya sports ke liye then college mein tera like it's such a massive chain effect that it can create ke tera college sports agar and college sports is not a joke it's almost at the same level as like a national level sport right there there are tough Correct. football matches which are great which are fantastic which is not a joke so if you have monetization of those things you can very well ensure that students stay in india for sports a lot of like thousands of students must be going out for sports yaar you can ensure that either sports ka ek, like either cricket ke alawa kuch viewership hai hi nahi and 
so many private yeah. coaching classes are being joined instead of colleges having their own fucking teams right and Absolutely. imagine if college is offered that shit and ipl mein tera ipl ke liye log aaye aur tera college mein aaye scout ke liye hota rahega it must be happening right now but how ncaa and all these so ncaa so you are supposed to say football right your football in ncaa american football and your nfl which is your national football league they are both in collaboration where mm-hmm. nfl has a draft thing where like every year they'll out of thousands of college students they'll pick a couple hundred right those Correct. those ideologies have opted for can bring in a lot of money to the students can all, allow like a you know student athlete scholarship there are these massive things that can be opted for which can pay themselves off there are facility tere ko develop karna hai chal mumbai mein jagah nahi hai there are so many universities outside of bombay bro it's not just bombay right correct and it's possible andheri sports complex andheri sports complex massive hai udhar ho sakta hai this like unlimited shit can be done and i am see i am also not part of the chain so i can't complain all that shit i get but i think these ideologies are not opted for and that is no, a you big can, you problem. can you can you have a right you vote in an election you have a voter id you, all this comes under that banner everything that your vote directly uh, affects every single thing from a small bill that is passed in the house from um, some corporator trying to do some work in a area your vote affects every single thing i believe and uh, completely agree with you see leagues create commercialization and commercialization at the end of the day gets all this traction now yeah. even cricket for example yeah. it is cricket now that has an extremely good viewership and extremely good uh, uh, i would say uh, money in i mean if you see before the world cup uh, i mean before we won the first world cup when kapil dev's iconic uh, yeah. victory and caused our uh, you know back then apparently people say that uh, there was a strike with uh, bbc and they didn't want to but apparently the i've heard one story which said that they didn't even want to record it because Why those not? two teams were not they didn't think it was going to be important for them to put in because cameras back then this is what i've heard back 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 stories from some senior people i could be wrong somewhere down the line but idea was that uh, they thought that it's pointless to take these two teams ka final uh, recording so what if it's a final but these two teams let it be doesn't matter to us what they then said towards the end was that you know there was a strike and uh, that's why a final world cup match did not get recorded sounds too good to be true isn't it for a world cup final yeah. you don't have a recording so the indian cricket team india won that first world cup there is no footage to even tell us that's why why do you think those iconic pictures of kapil dev always show up because there is no other proof of the match there is no proof of kapil dev hitting those sixers back to back for us and getting us that trophy why because bc bcc or i don't know what uh, uh, association they had a conflict with but they said that uh, they went on a strike and that is too good to be true so ideally and how much did all those people even get paid idea i see it's it's two ways it's either money coming in uh to try and do a lot of pr and make it big 
and it's also players contributing to it and getting us uh, you know the the yeah, laurel or i would say getting our name up you know india's name up see ipl i remember times where one only went to ipl if he got a free ticket yeah yeah in the initial beginning all of us have faced this you know but yeah. getting free you go not getting free you won't pay where is ipl now you tell me getting a free ticket in ipl now has become a task only if you have enough pulls you can get that yeah even otherwise it sold because everybody just wants to be there and ipl also took time but why it did well is because it had this local touch and an amazing pr plan there was so much money put into ipl see when people are going to invest in the game there is going to be money why was pro kabaddi and all this did well because there were teams people like sachin tendulkar virat kohli abhishek bachchan decided to interfere put in money and were involved in it see when there is money there is commercialization at the end of the day there is some sort of output now when you look at thinking that the government will do all this the government's priority is not that current think of it in even i as an athlete would also kind of support it by saying you see people in india don't have clothes to wear don't have shelter don't have proper food sports and increasing of sports is of course important but it's not priority for us at the end of the day how many years of independence that we have faced other other countries that we are comparing ourselves to like united states of america is they didn't give rights to women for 100 years to vote they have that kind of history 100 years so they didn't give rights to women for vote then another 100 years for their democracy so yeah. they have grown over the years they have we on the other hand have got plundered by other countries and then left with what we have in india and we've tried to do whatever best we can in the capacity it's another thing that we allot big budgets and not do enough justice that's completely true but i think primary focus should try and be on things that you know try and work on things like you know midday meals and education i think that should be focused on more sports slowly slowly will uh, obviously rise india will take time i mean there's no doubt that we'll make it but it's going to take some time but i think for athletics especially they need to set up things there are athletes who have had fodder literally fodder for meals uh, so that they can run the next day and um, i mean duti chand dhima das i happen to have spoken extensively with uh, duti chand and had an interactive session with her with um, with also arpinder singh these people are the best in our country for their respective events and i do realize that everybody in athletics comes again from a very humble background from a i would say from a middle class or a low middle class and it's not a rich sport again where does the money come if it's not a rich sport only if the sport is played by rich people supported mm-hmm. by rich people yeah seen by rich people and look at look at athletics as a game would you pay 1000 to 2000 bucks to see a 10 second game or you'll only do it if if you have friends coming in if you have if or if you have somebody who you know is competing you know otherwise you will not invest so much money into a game so athletics becomes at the same time a very expensive game to watch because it's hardly 10 seconds then you have uh, 400 meters again which is a 45 second you have 800 meters which is 1 minute 30 second so it's hardly anything you long the a long jump but discuss see at least when you talk about cricket when you talk about uh football it's a 90 minute game it's a 6 hour game for cricket or whatever for however long you can play any game table tennis also is long but athletics is too short a time so unless and until we have great minds come put in money create teams actually that is my aim that you know one day we have teams like a maharashtra team a commercial league where you know 
organizations and rich companies come into place and corporate bodies select athletes and say you are our 400 meter team you are our 200 meter team you are our discus team and then they compete at a proper league only then can there be slowly slowly some traction because athletics is a i mean all sports are very very interesting if you just give some time the question is current will anybody put money into a sport where they know they are not going to get returns for the at least 3 years that's the gamble they took for ipl right so that risk taking factor we don't have rather than that we have people who are investing into building tracks giving facility you know they are working there is there is jsw inspire which is jindal steels yeah the owner of that company that is doing a great job has started an association called inspire which is has given the best athletic facility track again in bangalore but at least he's given the facility right so he's trying to build olympic athletes and he's starting by giving them the facility um so there are organizations that are doing that so we have there is an organization called go sport so what you're seeing technically has been taken by certain rich uh, organizations or corporate bodies wherein they are trying to do their csr and trying to build good athletes through their own program so india i would say is far away from their actual goal but we are getting there you know uh commercialization like how is there in the us won't happen anytime soon here because their athletics is portrayed as something extremely prime and elite and it is not done here so it's going to take time and plus india's talent at the end of the day comes from everywhere you can't say that only the the villages or so called the talukas or i would say the gaukedas in common language have the talent the talent is everywhere you you search for 30 people in in the city they'll also be able to train and get a medal concept is the facility you know and um, yeah so that leaves me to to see uh, what you think about what i've said no oh, i i 100% get i do i do but that reminds me i wanted to ask you about something that i saw in one of your stories or talks i forget where your leadership program what is that about yes so essentially uh, since mark your presence is uh, a non profit organization and non partisan and we work with the election bodies of maharashtra and delhi to essentially register and educate voters our whole aim is to maximize this and convert every institution that you can think of not only in maharashtra but essentially in delhi and beyond as well into a completely voter free campus now voter friendly sorry so mm-hmm. idea is that every campus should be so voter friendly that no voter i mean if you're not a voter you should feel an outcast everybody should be registered so what we're trying to essentially do is we're trying to uh, as i gave you the framework earlier you know we have seven parliamentary constituencies 37 uh, assemblies uh and then we have 227 wards what we're doing is we're getting 37 people on board essentially to govern their a particular areas their 37 areas to be leaders that's why it's called a leadership program idea is they spread the message of registration and education so what they're supposed to do is start with their friends just like what i did you reach out to your friends ask them if they have voters id if they don't send them a four line message about how they're supposed to register to vote and then followed by just ask them for their so called registration id and we as a team will follow up with the officers in the the election association and make sure that that person gets the voter id you know the power karan of giving somebody that voter id and and make and you know 
having that thought in your mind for the rest of his life he's going to vote just because we worked that 5 6 minutes and formulated something for him idea is we not only register but we also educate so followed by we will create we've already created a document which is gives you a map structure which gives you a structure of the framework of your country essentially what we'll do is we'll take this uh, guide and we'll send it to every so called uh, potential voter or eligible voter and make sure that he's educated at the same time so the job of the leader is essentially to show his leadership qualities to connect with people to communicate and try and build a stronger connect with the masses um that is is essential mission to uh, develop innovative ways to register to vote and essentially try and increase our so called um, you know registration mark is what their aim is we're calling them leaders is because what i'm doing is uh, since 2018 since we're working we have a wide connect of change makers in our city so what we're trying to do is we're going to connect these leaders these 37 leaders to change makers so that they can learn so every month this is a six month initiative the every month we're going to have one so called um, change maker of the city who's young interact with these leaders so that they can learn inspire understand and probably replicate something of their own in the future because it's all about starting something of your own and everybody can in their own way and everybody i've realized in the last past one year that everybody can contribute all you have to do is try and everybody can build a stronger democracy all you have to do is register to vote so these are some key points which are very very essential i believe and the idea of this whole plan is to build stronger leaders is to build a leadership quality moreover giving them the experience of working with a non-profit who's which is trying to make voting cool is trying to make voting i would say the thing in the future because i, get, I don't I think get. there's anything mm. better than voting because you get to select the guy who's going to govern the whole area for the years to come what can be cooler than selecting that person you have a say on that day that day doesn't matter if you have 5 rupees in your pocket or 5 lakhs or no matter what your bank balance is you're going to stand in the line with every single individual you're going to vote and you're going to stand for why india was built so idea is to replicate what india is through the program and get and get people because idea is i want to get people i want to train them because i truly believe anybody can be trained anybody's skill can be worked on of course attitude is something we can't work on but skill at least anything can be learned so ideally we want socially politically driven people who are willing to work with an experience of an i mean get an experience of a non-profit and you know try to build something from your very homes we're not going to hmm. tell anybody to move hotel you sit at home every all of us approximately have a thousand contacts on an average uh, and uh, these thousand contacts itself you know putting up small stories on social media like are you registered to vote and if running a poll there and somebody says no then followed by just dm them a four line message that this is how you do it and let me know if you have any problems we'll cater your problems and get you registered the small activities will be carried out throughout these 6 months and i intend to continue this till the next election and it's launching soon uh, this weekend in fact and uh, we're going to launch it with a crazy ass video Uh, to get young people involved in the program idea is to get people from the ages of 18 to 24 and uh, mobilizing this thing to become the next big thing in mumbai i hope that is the case i think it's a great idea i think that utilizing people who are already um in a good spot to create a difference 
it's like the whole idea that you can utilize social media and social media influencers to create a fucking crazy change right in in any political spectrum in any social cause let's say that you want to create a change in similarly there are people who have access to individuals aside from social media as well and i think those are the people who are starting of their own thing because they're already charismatic and uh and that is i i think that makes sense you feel me mm. yeah yeah of course no i agree i completely agree and i think we need to said the correct things and i think we need to because moreover we are the future we make 65% of our population and if we don't do anything there is going to be no future to be honest it's not no, about the next election it's about the next generation if we today stay mom i don't <laughs> think there's going to be a strong tomorrow so idea is everybody should come together it's high time irrespective of which party comes or goes i mean that's something that all political party leaders said indira gandhi says that winning or losing of an election is less important than strengthening of the country uh, atal bihari vajpayee said that satta ka khel to chalta rahega sarkare aayengi sarkare jayengi partiyan banengi bigdengi par ye desh loktantra rehna chahiye is desh ka loktantra amar rehna chahiye damn that's intense I get it. This is two, two, two very important quotes that I always keep in mind uh, because um, they. Uh, if anybody asks me what my political uh, point of view is, I state both Indira Gandhi and both Atal Atal Bihari Vajpayee because Atal Ji and Indira Ji both have uh, an amazing quote which caters. And as I said earlier, nine hundred. I mean, nine hundred million voters. That's no joke. India is the world's largest democracy and. I mean, our election should be way, way bigger than the presidential election. I mean, I am going to work every single day of my life for the next four years to make sure every single person in the next election comes comes out and says uh, that register to vote or go out to vote. You know, if you don't want to talk about voting because you think it's political, talk about registration. It's at least the first act. You can't be political when you're telling somebody to register, right? at least i understand when a particular actor is saying ready go out to vote you know there is yeah, oh my god what happened did you hear that thunder yeah oh yeah it's thundering here also <laughs> yeah i think it it reached a little i mean uh, of course it happened at the same time but i mean the voice must have, mustn't have no no it's okay oh god it's you're fine you're fine This was, this was the biggest one I've heard uh, in yeah. this year. What the fuck is happening, like, man? Uh, It's mid-October. Oh, okay, this is crazy. But there was a crazy yeah. lightning. That's what I was like. I was like, why haven't you heard it? Because I'm like, Did you hear? Did what you the hear hell it? is happening? I didn't. I couldn't hear it as well for you. You did you hear? Uh, yeah, like for you. I, I and... thought. I thought you fell down. But hey, fuck that. No, no. <laughs> उटिकलीस 
and if some other party person has set some other code then i will i have to incorporate uh, the other parties as well because um, you know i think every um, uh, every party makes a difference every vote makes a difference and um, i think uh, how do i say it i think that is something that we really really need to uh, work on and uh, Yeah, at the end of the day, don't you feel every vote counts? I think don't you think that statement? Yeah. Don't you think that statement in itself is so very powerful? That Karan, I don't know when you say your vote, your voice. I think that is like khatam ho gaya na wahan pe. Like it is so impactful and it is so very true. And I don't know. Yeah, the idea is to keep doing this, to keep educating people. so that one day because you cannot force anybody that's what you cannot i can't tell you karan go and vote go and vote go and vote you will only do it if you want to do it that's what the power we have as young people you know we're not going to listen to anybody uh, and um, i think what needs to be understood by everybody is that no matter how small you are or how big you are at the end of the day you can do whatever you can because humans have seen that we have no limits and the smallest person in your life can cause i think create your success or cause a biggest problem i don't know if you recollect but we had this uh, kavita called ek tinka yeah, yeah, yeah. so i i so ek tinka happens to be a life lesson for me and i studied that uh, that one chapter I mean that one Kavita really well, and I clearly remember Pratiba Miss happens to have taught us that uh, that only that uh, that lecture, and I right now also if you ask me I can recite the whole uh, poem uh, because that is something that uh, has always been with me, and I uh, my values stand for what that poem is just like if by Rudyal Kipling. Yeah, Kipin. that's think, my all-time favorite kind of, poem. That's my yeah, laptop's and, wallpaper, bro. <laughs> I you know I fun fact is I never recited if ever in those two years it was that one poem that I was told to give in class by heart by my teacher and I didn't do it I said I am not going to do it because I don't believe in this by hearting and you know producing kind of a thing but now I know it by heart and I know and you ek tinka if you probably get the chance I don't have my laptop in front of me but. If you get the chance, just probably Google it and hear it today. That. But I can, yeah. So it starts like, मैं घमंडों में भरा उठा हुआ एक दिन एक दिन जब था मुंडेरे पे खड़ा आ अचानक से दूर उड़ता हुआ एक तिनका मेरी आँखों में पड़ा मैं जिजक उठा बेचैन सा लाल होकर आँख दुखने लगी मूठ देने लो कपड़े की लगे ऐट बेचारी दगे पाओ भगी जब किसी ढब से जो तिनका गया यू समझ मुझको ता नहीं दिए ऐट ता तू किस लिए इतना बड़ा एक तिनका है बहुत तेरे लिए लुक एट द मीनिंग ऑफ दिस आई मीन इज देर एनीथिंग बेटर देन दिस सो आइडिया इज यू लर्न फ्रॉम पोम्स यू लर्न फ्रॉम लाइफ एंड टू इनकॉपरेट दैट एंड आइडिया इज मार्केटिंग एवरी सिंगल थिंग that you can to voting don't be shocked next time you check a soap uske upar bhi vote likha hoga ke mbp 
I want yeah. to even you know Amul when you open when you open Amul ka ghee or I would say dahi um, in general, you know that there's a foil which you have to turn. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that and above that foil there is some sort of plastic cover that they put on the thing to protect the foil. You know when you open that foil, I want what to be written inside. You know the message needs to go in every household to a level that parents start talking about it on the dining table. That's why I said I clearly said in my TED talk that I can't expect people to start voting just because I have started this and I am I feel completely for this. I can't expect all my friends and everybody to suddenly be all patriotic. That's not how it works. But what I can start by telling you is start by voting for the smallest things at home on your dining table. Start doing small things on Instagram that is related to voting. register for the smallest things and that will lead you to a habit to maybe one day vote for a good leader and help india in your own way i hope that so i think we should <laughs> i think the hope is what drives us karan that's the only thing should do a nice town hall uh, with town hall discussions with people in lokhandwala to understand their problems and solve lokhandwala mein ye sab nahi hota hai bro <laughs> मी It needs to start somewhere, and it needs to start with you, Karan. अरे दिल्ली 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 हो मी या नो योर वॉइस इज लाइकिंग यू स्टार्टेड दिस ना यू स्टार्टेड दिस दिस इज अ स्टार्ट टू समथिंग बिगर लेट्स होप दैट्स द आइडिया लेट्स होप लाइक आई डोंट नो वेयर दिस विल गो बट माय आइडिया इज दैट आई हैव अ लॉट ऑफ शिट दैट गोस ऑन इन माय हेड I want to know what goes on in other people's head, and I want people to know what goes on in mine. So that's the idea of this. Hopefully, I have enough number of people, guests, whatever, listeners, all that shit to create a minuscule amount of difference, or how much ever I can. So you will you will let's see let's see harder. yeah. <laughs> on that note, bro, let's. Let's end this. It's been what fuck one and a half hours since we've been talking. That's a long time. What are you saying, bro? Yeah. What yeah. are you saying? We've yeah. had a real nice jibber jabber session where we have spoken about a lot of things from yeah. I think education to sports to policies. We could probably draft a good document from this itself. <laughs> गूगल and a couple of people google, google moreover i i i i remember putting uh, nucrecy on my instagram bio for a while and then a lot of people asked me what it was and i even put democracy on way to uh, uh, epistocracy and all and people said do you believe in the ideology i said i like the term i like to talk about it because it's something out of the box i think it's something that yeah. we did and i love 
talking about what the greeks did and terminology like demagoguery and stuff it 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 really uh, in couple of i mean i think La- latin and greek ancient greek essentially in couple of words i mean in couple of words and phrases they explain so much which i think is very very important in today's time um and i hope we have a large chunk of people hear this karan and especially influencers so that they help us you happen to have a large chunk of friends that are part of this in- sadar so your voice is lagging can you hear me bro yeah sorry bro we got i don't know my internet fucked up i think again sorry sorry but yeah we were on that note yes let's wrap up i think it's a good yes. of knowledge for people to take in uh guys go follow chetan thank you karan damn at mark your presence go follow his personal account chetanya prabhu as well and uh, go show him some love go 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 send him a message about democracy if you find it interesting yeah I, that would be great in fact <laughs> something that we're looking at talking about democracy with people on instagram breaking yeah. the trend yeah. Uh, but yeah karan thank you so much for this session and i think it was interesting uh, it's always uh, a pleasure talking to you and especially it's a pleasure talking about democracy bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> perfect was, karan it was amazing man chal i'll see you bro bye 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 man huh?